and welcome to the Ringer NBA show. My name is Chris Ryan. I am joined today by Kevin O'Connor. What up? And Jonathan Sharks. What's up, guys? For a Saturday Vegas brunch pie. Yes. Uh, guys. never sleeps. Yeah, well, we had some, some interesting free agency activity towards the end of the day yesterday on Friday. Uh, Jonas Drebko is now on the Warriors as of Breaking Saturday news. morning. So we're going to talk a little free agency. We're going to talk a little summer league. Maybe we'll talk a little Bjork. Favorite Bjork songs. Licky Lee too. But <laughs> I, guys, I'm just the driver. I'm passing you the aux cord. So which one of these free agency moves was the most compelling from yesterday? Or just taking Zach Levine, Kyle Anderson, it's Nurkic Zach Levine. It's definitely interesting. It, it's, sure. it's Zach Levine to me because it, 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 I knew the Kings liked him. And I, I knew that they were probably going to make him an offer sheet at some point. But I thought the restricted free agents lost enough leverage where they wouldn't be giving four years, 20 per. But that's exactly what they did. And Bulls matched pretty much immediately. It was just yeah. an odd couple of hours for a guy who can score but not do a lot Clearly, else. Clearly, those teams value Zach Levine more than, like, the average Twitter The 98% yeah. of Americans. And, yeah. And with Levine, like, I don't know how you felt about him in the draft charts. But with Levine, I didn't like him at all. I had him ranked, yeah. like, in the 30s. And he's... He's really exceeded my expectations, and I still don't like him. But I, you know, admit I was wrong about him, and maybe I'll continue to be wrong about See, him. And the Bulls will look smart for matching. That's interesting because we're coming from opposite ends. I actually had Levine ahead of Wiggins that year. Oh wow! But Ooh. now I'm like Levine Nitty isn't quite that good. I like him a lot though. But are we using Wiggins still as the the measuring I'm not sure point? I'm not sure saying all that much. Wait, yeah, you had, you had yeah. ahead of Wiggins. I did. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh my god! I liked him. It's I liked amazing. Zach Levine to me is a wow. little bit like a a pick that hasn't been made yet. It's like yeah. at, having the first round pick is valuable, but once it becomes we'll Zach Levine, it's not like his potential is very interesting. But what we've seen so far hardly seems to work. Here's what I'm thinking though: year. like, what else would Chicago do with their money? Well, here's my question. Also, is that why do we go through this dance where the where Zach Levine is out there on Twitter for an hour, being like, "Well, the Kings wanted me." First off, that was <laughs> hilarious. He clapped back at that bulls report yeah he's like four for 60 not nah, bro i'm making way more money yeah. than that that's hilarious yeah. it, it's almost <laughs> like he knew the whole time and to, to me like well, with, of course with, he knew. Well, with levine like to me he's like the anti michael carter williams where like carter williams is all defense nothing like else <laughs> well, carter williams is all defense nothing else levine is you know just shooting and not an athleticism and not uh, here's else. the interesting yeah. i was thinking about this proves that getting buckets gets you paid clint capel has not gotten paid yet We'll see what he gets what paid, though. What do you think's going that? What's up with Clint? Because he had sent, like, a kind of cryptic tweet the other day. He wants to get day. paid. They're not well, paying him. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, but it's, they're it's, just waiting him out, it's right? It's the same thing, like, with Houston and Capella, Boston and Marcus Smart. What's the point of giving this guy the money that he actually deserves when nobody else can but make I'm that saying, offer Kevin, put yourself in his shoes. Oh, I get it. Like, but, I'd but be pissed, too. I get it, for He sure. also probably sees himself as a pretty, like, integral part of that yeah, Rockets Yeah, he's like, I'm the guy. I'd beat Towns in the playoffs. I'd beat Gobert in the playoffs. I didn't get paid. Mike D'Antoni, when I interviewed him in 2016 for an article we ran in January 2017. He said to me, he's like, the center is the second most important position yeah, on the floor totally. behind point guard because of in his what, system for sure. In his system, how important they are defensively, mm-hmm. really, you know, locking down the paint and everything else. They need to be able to switch like Capella does. And then offense, rim running, down on transition, rolling down the lane and pick and roll to suck in defenses to open up shooters. Capella is an important player on that team. You know what's interesting? So last year in Dallas, Nerlens was paying for a contract, and they were kind of like, yo, Nerlens, you got to play the Clint Capella role. Lauren's like, no, I want to get paid. I got to do all these extra things. So what were the extra things that Erlen's like thought he was doing? Like freelancing on offense, freelancing on defense. Hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Because uh, well, he wouldn't stick to his role, basically. Okay. They're like, we don't want you to touch the ball, just catch and dunk, play your role, don't chase for steals. But he's like, I got to get paid, so I got to do all this stuff. Do you think that he'll 
do something similar with the Thunder this year because he was one of the under the radar signings of this week. I mean, he'll play for them. But do you think he'll do the things that they need him to do, or do you think he's still playing? He's going to. I think they. I think they told him like, if you want to come here, this was how it's going to have to be. I think he knows now. Okay, I do. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, he got humbled by the free agency. It's a good situation for him. Okay, so we got. we got we got Zach Levine obviously going back to the Bulls, but what do you think of Nurkic going back to the Blazers? Another overpay, yeah. In my opinion, again, like another team, it feels like they didn't need to give that money. I mean, if I were Portland, it, it might sound silly, but I would rather have had Ed Davis. No, I'm the same way. The I'm four, with you. Four, I think four Damian Lillard million. might agree with you for sure. And I mean, look, Nurkic. He, I mean, again, like opposite of Levine, he was a guy I really liked in the draft, and I mean, he's panned out. He's been pretty good, but I I I don't know if he's necessarily a winning player. His defense is so inconsistent. Offense is inconsistent. I mean, was Davis better last? Sure, you think? I mean, he played a more limited role, so maybe if you you know extrapolate that out to Nurkic's minutes, he wouldn't. But I think Ed Davis does per minute you know, was more valuable. Per minutes, you know, the defense, the rim running. I mean, he closed games, right? I mean, he's closing games. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a shame that Davis hasn't been able to find like a consistent home. Uh, yeah, like he's changed teams. Virtually I think that just tells season. you how like big men sometimes it's hard to find you know contracts for these guys. So many of them floating around out there. Yeah, but I mean, the weird thing with the Nurkic deal is that it almost feels like it has. To, it's like an an affirmation of the trade that Olshay made in the first place. Which is always, I mean, like, psychology is important with these guys. Yeah, like, it, it feels like he's like, I'm not going to let this it's guy It's like walk. with the I Bulls and Levine. Him. Like, they traded Jimmy Butler for this guy. I can't let him walk. It looks so terrible. Yeah, well, yeah. Also, I mean... To be fair to Chicago, like he's still super young, and like I said earlier, he maybe he continues to exceed my personal expectations for him, and he's so young that you can still flip him if it turns out you know what we're not. I mean, a fan you can always trade to the Kings, right? Yeah. They like him. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what happened with Alan Crabb. Portland matched, then a year later, yeah, it wasn't a big the deal. Nets. They got a did they get yeah. a pick out of it or something? Yeah, there's not a lot, but they got they something. got something out of and it, and that's what could eventually. And happen I think too, you want to maximize your assets if you're a building team. Yeah. Like, sure. Right. What else are you gonna do in Chicago? Like lose even more games. No, they're probably guys. feeling like they want to get towards, like, they, they want to make a run towards the playoffs now. Um, so for Kyle Anderson, who is a player that oh I boy. really, really love as, like, a cult hero kind of guy. <laughs> He's very cult hero. Yeah, sure. like, his nickname you is You have to be a refined basketball fan. His you nickname know, is Slow-Mo. He's, Slow-Mo is one of the best nicknames in the game. It's I think. awesome. It's you really don't great. get nicknames yeah. like Slow-Mo anymore. Like, because yeah. that's it's like— Oh, so you know what's funny? I actually saw him on my honeymoon in Cancun. Seriously? We were, we were at the same resort. What was he? He was just hanging out? Yeah, we were walking by the beach. I saw him. Solo, or is he had a he crew? He had a girl with him. Okay. Shout out to Slow-Mo. And he is a playmaker— he has got a little bit of a defensive ability. He can handle the ball some. What do you think he fits like in Memphis? I mean, they need wings. They have nothing right now. I think they were like, they got to get wings to compete now. Who else is going to be their starting three if it's not him? Like, I, uh, I, look, Kyle Anderson, He's. I thought he got drafted with the perfect situation. Everybody was like, he's going to be a spur, going to be a spur. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. And he's been okay. I mean, he's nothing special. He hasn't been bad, though. He's, he's been not a good bad. player. He's okay. I just don't know if it's worth it for the four years with a 15% but like, trade I'm kicker. Saying, Memphis wants know. to be good right now, right? Is he going to be better than their wings right now? Maybe. I think he can pass. I mean, well, who's their well, starting well, three? I'm just not. I'm just not. I don't love Kyle Anderson. Anymore. And I, I just don't love. Him. I just don't love him individually as a player. I mean, even if he's a slight upgrade, I don't know if you want to pay a slight upgrade. Well, I mean, their owner, their owner just said, "I want to win 50 games this year." Paradip. He put a lot of pressure. Good on luck. The office. Good luck. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. Good luck. It's gonna be tough. Uh, I want to get into summer league in a second, but Sharks. Before we were sitting down, you were talking to me a little bit about. And I, I don't know if this is because you, you you got a little cork moz in you Oh, yesterday. yeah, I got some fur con, man. That but was so much fun. I wanted to talk a little bit about like where we are at this, the state of Kauai uh, trade talk right yes. now. Uh, because we are in the land of the prospect. We yeah. are in the land of possibility here in Vegas. These summer league games going on. And I think it's easy to kind of see this and just be like, 
well, maybe you don't want Philly to give up a lot of their assets for somebody like Kawhi. Yeah, I'm going full draft hipster. Yeah. You know what it was for me? It was seeing Zaire hit a step back three. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I would trade Fultz in a heartbeat. Yeah. For the risk, even without but, a guarantee. But San Antonio want him. I don't know. I mean, like, I, I, don't, I would trade him. I'm not saying if You're I, saying, I, like, if, if that's Antonio, what it takes. Yeah. yeah would you was, do it if you were San Antonio? No. So that doesn't I matter. Want, I don't want a guy that dealt with the then yips last year. And, and, then it doesn't you know. matter if you trade him or not then. Okay, they don't, I mean, they don't well, want I mean, We're talking from Philly's perspective. Yeah, from yeah. Philly's perspective. Yeah. But it has to stay in the world of reality. What's gonna it happen. is reality. Sure. I mean, I could see it. I could see San Antonio looking at Markel Fultz and saying to themselves, he showed everything that made him the number one pick. Defense, fluidity, athleticism, the ability to create. He just couldn't you know make the be? shots. It's like they'll go in a gym with him and Drew Hanlon. That one hour of shooting is like, this is your whole life, bro. If you shoot threes for one hour, you're going to Spurs. Well, yeah. good, good luck. <laughs> yeah. Um, Talk about pressure for a kid who's already got a lot of, you know. Is that the big last, that's the big last unanswered question. In terms of these elite players, the Jimmy Butler stuff seems like it flared up but didn't really go anywhere in terms of now it, we're like doing like it's it's Homeland season seven, like <laughs> Kyrie and Jimmy Butler down the line will play here. But we don't have to get into that. Yeah. I was just curious whether or not you you changed your thinking about the Kawhi stuff at all or had heard anything since you got here. Nothing in particular. I just don't think it's going to happen with the Lakers. I just don't see a deal there. I don't think the Clippers have enough. I still think it is like I reported a month ago. I still think the San Antonio Spurs are going to drag this out as long as it needs to go, maybe even into the season. I could see this going like Carmelo Anthony before he was traded to the, yeah. the Knicks. He went until February. See, I could what, see that What I'm happening. thinking if I'm Philly, I'm like, I have all these good young players. This guy is coming off an injury. What's up with his agent? Do yeah. I really want to trade young guys for yeah, him? Yeah, but what kind know. of cost is a guy that can't shoot? Robert Covington, who is incredibly inconsistent. He's a solid player. And, and like, let's just say Zaire Smith. Yeah, like, he's super talented, an elite athlete. KOC, let us dream. I, I know, let I us know, quit killing our no, dreams here, but, you know, you, but if you have add Kawhi to Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, you are maybe the favorites in the East. Yes. And you have... A, a really a roster construct that can make it hard on Golden State in the finals with Embiid's size, Simmons' size, and then Kawhi Leonard okay, being I point one of the out, best though. defensive players So like, KOC was just like, this guy was number one pick and he's shown everything but the three-point shot. Well, maybe he can figure it out again. Yeah, like, well, I kind of yeah, want to gamble may, on may, that. Maybe he can, but if he doesn't, then guess what do you have? A really a constantly depreciating asset that's overpaid that's going to make him to $10 million range by the end of his contract that nobody's going to want. Um, the thing with the Kawhi trade too, and we were talking about this yesterday on Bill's pod, is just this idea the window is shrinking. The window for these teams is not is the Thunder window. Is it shrinking for Philly? It, Why is it shrinking? Because the clock is ticking on Ben. The clock is ticking yeah, on these guys. They're locked in for like eight years. Eight years? Well, Ben's had what? One year on his rookie deal, two years on his rookie deal. He'll get a five-year max, right? That's, sure. I mean, and those guys are crazy not to sign those but things. But see, that's but why I don't see why the clock is... Because I think questions. that what we're seeing is that the kind of player movement we're seeing is so unprecedented. And the kind of, like, the way that guys are making their deals where they're looking at NBA stuff as part of their profile <laughs> of what they can earn. So, like, if you go to an L.A., you're thinking, yeah, maybe I've lost money in this case, but I'm gaining money here. But I here. feel like that's the third contract. The yeah. second deal's locked in. Would so you, you think, like, Ben or Joel would demand a trade or something? I'm not. I'm not saying they would or wouldn't, but I, I think that the time to win is KC, now. You had a little look on your face. I mean, those guys are. You had a little look on your. twinkle in his eyes. Both, you see both, that? Both of those guys are in LA the whole summer. They haven't hung out. Yeah, but see, I'm not sure I'd even trade Dario for Kawhi. I feel like Dario's You're nuts. Dario's so important. I have a Dario Sarge T-shirt, and I would trade yeah, Dario for Kawhi because I feel like he's the glue <laughs> between Embiid and Simmons. Like I, he makes them like socially okay, or playing socially. Wise. 
Like he's kind of a culture guy. For I had Sarge Frank like fifth. I love that dude. I think he's gonna be so good. I would throw him into a Kawhi trade in <laughs> a heartbeat. But I just feel like look at Minnesota. You get an older vet in there, kind of a moody guy. I know, right? And then you these young guys are kind of goofballs. I could see that same kind of dynamic happening in Philly, right? You can't I mean, do it because you're scared of that happening, though. You have to make so. the move. I, if you can make I, it. I think you still have think chemistry. about how much leverage Boston has now that they have these stars. Now that they have like two generations yeah. of stars, now they yeah. can go old, they can go young, they can put any number of guys into packages for Anthony Davis. I just want to. I want. I want to believe in this lineup. I want to believe in Fultz, Zaire, Dario, Simmons, and Bead. I want that five. I would love that lineup. Like, I just want to dream on it. A lot, like, lot, I want to dream lot, on lot, it. A lot, 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 lot of if, if Fultz fixes a shot. Life if, is short, if, man. If let's, Sim- let's believe a positive. If Ben Simmons, you know, decides he's going to switch shooting hands. If Zaire Smith's shot is real. Like, there's so many ifs with that lineup. I just, Kawhi, Kawhi is what is it? What is the RFK me. line? Like, you see the world for what it is, and I ask why. I see the world, yeah, yeah the, way, the way I want it should be. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsors, and then we're going to come back and talk a little about Summer League specifically. Oh, man. Hey guys, we're broadcasting, or recording rather, live from Caesars in Las Vegas. And man, it's been such a blast over the last couple of days. So much fun. We've been hanging out in the sports book, been walking around. We did a live show at Cleopatra's Barge. Bill had all of his like very special guests like House and Rollabob and Daryl Morey come through. It's been a blast. If you're coming through Vegas, be sure to come to Caesars. You can do so much stuff here, whether you're into gambling, eating, or just hanging out and watching games. And Caesars Entertainment is offering our listeners a special room rate at Caesars Palace, Bally's, Planet Hollywood, and Rio this summer with up to 10% off hotel rates when using the promo code LVPOD for stays through December 28th, 2018. You can book now on Caesars.com. Offer ends September 30th, 2018. All right, guys, I want to talk a little bit about Summer League specifically. Like yesterday, I went and saw Sixer Celtics. It was a really great time. If anybody out there, if you haven't had a chance to try and make it out to Vegas for these games. It's packed now, man. It's, a, it's, it's, it's packed, a but it's still, the vibe is incredible. It's so good. It's still like, it's you come in, you have your ticket, sit where you want, talk to who you want. There's a lot of great conversations happening in the concourse. A lot of takes are out there. You get to sure. see players up close in a way in an environment that's like somewhat competitive, but also like you feel like you're watching it, them casually. It's guys fighting for jobs, yeah. whether it's yeah, in the totally. NBA or overseas. It's guys auditioning around, you know, you for know jobs wild? around the world. I saw Quinn Cook in the concourse and the line again autograph is like around the block. I'm Seriously? Like, this is like, we're in peak summer I, I, I saw right that scene with Henry Ellenson. Right? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Whereas everybody trying to get their like, yeah. their, their, their hipster dreams. Like Henry Ellenson is like the guy. Get, get Henry on the- <laughs> That's great. Um, so really the only takeaway I had from yesterday's summer league, other than Furkan probably should start Hey, shooting guard yeah. over JJ Redick for the Sixers, <laughs> is that Zaire Smith's uh, Pumas seem unsafe to me. But those are really my only two takeaways. Oh. They looked like airwalks, honestly. I mean, like, they looked cool. It takes a while to get going, I'm sure. You yeah. Get a whole new shoe scientist. <laughs> but what are you guys looking forward to? What are some of the games you're, you got earmarked that you're definitely going to check out? Today we got Suns Kings that's and we got Bagley. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's the main yeah. event. For sure. Bag, Bagley, One versus two, baby. Same for position. Sure. You know, Bagley has struggled so far. You know, in in um, summer league, and we'll, and Aiton's had a pretty solid first game. Yeah, we'll yeah. see what happens with, with those two battling. I want to see them play one on one, man. It's gonna be awesome. I hope we do get to see that. I think with Bagley, uh, he needs to get a lot, lot, lot stronger. And okay. That's gonna take a lot of time for him. Whereas Aiton comes in with that NBA ready yeah. body. I, I think like this could be a dominant. You know what's interesting Phoenix. in the Suns Mavs game? In the first half, they're like, "Oh, we'll post up DeAndre." 
And they used him as a roll man. Then uh-huh. he really got going in the second yeah, half. He got some lobs. Yeah, he was, yeah. that was nice. And a nice fadeaway jumper for mid-range. Caught it on the catch and immediately spun so like, a shot. So it'll be interesting to see if they go, hey, Bagley one-on-one DeAndre, or Bagley set a screen, let's do pick and roll. Well, it, it, the other reason why that, because I think if the Suns win today, we start getting like some real like, the Suns are actually good hype coming off of the page. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the bandwagon. KFC, did you like Mikhail Bridges yesterday? That yeah, was Bridges good. four or five yeah. from three. Played, they had a block. Looked good, man. I mean, I know you liked him a lot more than I did in the draft, but like, I, li- I like him as well. It's just, I know I you got love a, him. Here's, what do you think about this? I think his ceiling is J.J. Redick, who can guard three positions. Ooh, that's, that's a ceiling. A, that's a, I don't know really about that. Good. J.J.'s an all-time great shooter. Mikhail's though. a great shooter, like, though. But not Mikhail, all-time great. But he can work on it. He's 21, yeah, we'll 22. See. He we'll worked see. on it a lot. We'll see. J.J.'s all-time. The thing time. about Mikhail is like, he runs around screens, and then he's so long, he gets shot off. doesn't matter how close you are to him. He, he, he seemed incredibly— I, I felt like when I saw him taking corner threes yesterday, I was like, I'm going to be seeing this for the next 10 years of my life. Oh, for is sure. He's going to have a long career. No doubt about that. He's big. He can shoot it, man. Yeah. All right, Suns were pretty hype on. Who else are you looking forward to seeing while you're here? I want to see Trey Young, see if he has bounce back performances. He really struggled. Yeah. Really, really bad. 23% I mean, of the I mean, field, we'll, I think. We'll, we'll, see if it, we'll see if it's the opposite of like his college season where beginning of the college season, like, oh, the next Steph Curry. Yeah. End of the season, it's like, no way, I don't want, want this dude at all. Maybe with Summer League, it'll be the opposite. You know Starts off them? poorly and finishes strong. I'm enjoying how much we're overreacting. It's so much fun. Like, I love the Trey Young roller coaster. <laughs> I mean, coaster. I don't think anybody should overreact. I mean, this guy's going to suck as a rookie. Should. He's so streaky. The, the, the reality that's gonna be a, yeah. is he, he's going to suck as a rookie. For that's sure. the reality. Yeah, for sure. What can he do to make himself not suck as a sophomore then? Work on his body. Yeah, get, get his body stronger. That's the biggest thing. I, I think also, you know, continuing to enhance his ball handling, tighten that up so he's able to create off the dribble. That's what makes Steph so great. You know what he can do really? Get better players on his team next year. Like if he plays R.J. Barrett and he's done off the ball, then he could be pretty good. Like I mean, but, he, but even R.J. coming in, still a rookie. It'd it make him better than the team they have sure, now. Yeah. Right? That would be big for him. Sharks, give me your your Jonathan Isaac. I love is I'm so excited for Jonathan Isaac, man. He <laughs> was Orlando great. Magic's- he was shooting like 20-foot fadeaways. Like he looks bigger. Wow. Oh. I love Jonathan. Yeah, he Isaac. looks pretty beefy. I'm, yeah, a, I'm in. I'm totally. This is actually like another like the low key one of the cool things about summer league is the guys who are playing in their those their are second important. Those summer. Those are the big guys to watch the year two. Guys. And they're the ones who are like, I've been through this once, and like, yeah, the work they've done on their body, the work they've done in their game, it's really fascinating. I feel to like see. Isaac is makes you more excited excited about Orlando than I've been in a long time. It's always funny seeing those little moments like Jordan Bell hitting a pull up three. Like, granted, we just saw him playing a couple weeks yeah. ago in the finals, yeah, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Definitely but, but different. It's, though, it's yeah. like, huh, this is part of his game that he just wasn't able to. I use. mean, Jordan Bell should be jacking threes this year. Why not? <laughs> Juliet Littman was, we were sitting in the stands yesterday and she was outraged that Semi Ojale was playing because she's like, I think if you've made a certain de- depth of playoff run, you should be banned from Summer League. It just doesn't seem fair. And that guy is just bigger than everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was getting pretty frustrated with Furkan yesterday. Him and Gershon Yabusele. Yeah. Gershon is hilarious, man. I mean, he's he, such a classic Summer a League player. Donk. Gershon but, is just going for buckets. <laughs> give, me, give me one guy each aside from the ones we've talked about that our, our listeners should check out if they're hanging hanging out watching a little summer league on TV or if they're here. Uh, Mo Wagner. Yeah. <laughs> LA Lakers. Well. He's playing well. <laughs> yeah. My guy, I, mean, I mean, here's the thing with summer league. I'm a little biased here, but it's about those energy guys. Like you have, you have guys that are trying to do too much, scoring the ball, playing selfishly. Then you guys have guys like Grayson Allen, Mo Wagner, like even someone like Jacob Evans, just diving on the floor, yeah. doing whatever it takes to win games. I like Mo Wagner. Shoots threes, plays hard. I like seeing that in summer league. 
Jarkson. I mean, Jaron Jackson. Yeah. Like, I want to watch the top picks. Yeah. I mean, let me see the top You don't care guys. about the, the, like, 20s, the 40s guys. I mean, I mean this is really, interesting, yeah. but for fans. Like, oh, for my sure. My friend was here. I'm he's, he's like, who should I go? Go see Badly Versailles. See the top picks. Sure. <laughs> Those, like, these deep yeah. cuts are good, but, like, see the top guys. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Charks and Kev will be all around Thomas and Mac over the weekend. Uh, we're going to make a couple of videos here that we'll put out in the, over the next couple of weeks and months, getting you ready for unbelievably the 2018-19 season. Coming soon, baby. Uh, which feels like it's coming yeah. right up behind us. Uh, Kev, John, thanks for joining yeah, me. Yeah, thanks for having us Thank on. Thank you.